aka Patters, thank you for joining me. I am Peter A. DeLuca, and known as the Pop Culture Pope, the Sketchbook King, your boy, and uh, I don't know, call me Ruben. So, we're knee deep in this DC animated epic thread. We're going to get through that intro because this is my favorite of these five movies. It's Constantine, City of Demons. Let's go. Everyone, before we get into this episode, let me tell you something. Trial by Fire, it's my comic book. I've been working on it since 1996, 1997, since I was a senior in high school. And guess what? It's ready. It's available right now on Indiegogo. You can find it there. Just search AKA Pad, search Trial by Fire. Links in this description. Check it out. I'll appreciate it. Let's start talking about some movies. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for joining me yet again. If you're listening to this, I thank you tons and tons because this is, uh, we're approaching the craziest, the craziest uh, time of the year for me, which is October. And that is because I get into Inktober, which is one drawing a day for the entire month of October. You can find that on my IG at AKAPad69. And then we also have the 31 Days of Dread. That is roughly three episodes from now. We're going to have Constantine. We're going to have Justice League Dark Apocalypse War. Then we're going to have our 31 Days of Dread intro episode. And then we're going to go into one horror movie a day for the entire month of October. And we have really... Really, really, really cool themes. Most of the movies outside of 31, 1 and 31, everything is grouped into twos. So uh, it's just like theme-based type uh, grouping. And, it, you know, so some of the themes are better than others. I'll already admit that. But they're all a lot of fun. I can promise that. So this movie, uh, like a year ago, uh, right, a good, good year ago, uh, or maybe for the past two years, I debated watching and adding this to the 31 Days of Dread because it's horror-based, and I heard that this was pretty much like an R-rated movie, which blew my mind, and I really didn't believe it, and then I watched it, and then my mind was blown, and it's now one of my, the favorite R-rated movies, uh, animation-wise, ever. <laughs> I mean, I put this right up. I mean, like, and by R-rated, I mean movies that they, they it goes into the R rating. Like, uh, uh, it wouldn't exist without the R rating. Constantine City of Demons is 100% that. That's what makes it so good. Because we have killing. We have blood. We have cursing. We have uh, stakes. I mean, like from the very beginning, we uh, there's like a, a gravity to this film. Now, we will also get this in Justice League Apocalypse War. We, Apocalypse War. We will get this gravity, this this dread from scene to scene to scene. If we don't, if you don't know about this, um, how it came about, it was mostly uh, like from what I can dig up. It, it was maybe like a little bit of a like a web series, and then it was like a WB movie, you know, like a, a Warner Brothers uh, cable movie, 
and then it got released on DVD. And all along the way, it fits within these films. I mean, this is the perfect follow-up of Justice League Dark, because remember, at the end of Justice League Dark, Constantine and Zaytana, Zaytana, I can't say her name, uh, they get like an offer from the Dark Knight to join the Justice League. And then, and it's just one of those things, well, uh, like, maybe, like, we, we really don't know. And then you watch this movie, and you're like, uh, yes, <laughs> Justice League needs Constantine. Justice League needs a magical presence. Now, I said before, that was mostly up to Dr. Fate. We all know what's happening with Dr. Fate, <laughs> just even as a franchise. I guess Dr. Strange uh, is like the the doctor of the superhero media, and you can only have one. It's like Highlander. You can only have one. You can't have two. That's a little disturbing because I always thought Doctor Fate was as good as or better than Doctor Strange. The colors and the helmet alone for Doctor Fate. Uh, I gush every time I think about it. But so this movie goes into the magic. It goes into the rules of the magic. Now, I'm not going to be like a stickler and compare it to the rules of the previous movie and the next. Because that's how magic works in media. Magic, it really is magic of its own. Okay? And by that I mean, I mean, it's just made up as it goes along. Okay? And none of it ever adds up. None of it ever makes any sense. I'm sure they will tell you the Harry Potter novels and movies make all the sense with the magic. From my perspective, none of it makes any sense. Now, I could be wrong. So prove me wrong. But anyway, so what makes this movie one of my favorites? What makes this movie critical in this five-movie block? It's all the same thing. And it's thrilling. It's fun to watch. Uh, it suits animation. There are visuals in this movie that can only exist because someone drew it up. So, to make this movie, <laughs> to make Constantine City of Demons into a live-action movie, it would be a $400 million bonker fest. And this movie goes, it, like, it commits, it, it buys in on itself. We go into, like, the demons and the mind of the demons, and we see how they, they live, and we see this, like, secret world that, uh, you know, is right down the street from us. All the cool things we like about magic stories. A lot of uh, Ayn, uh, Ayn Rice interview with the vampire, or the vampire chronicles, kind of flows through this movie a lot, but... I'll say I'll say it's true. It's true and it commits to the source material. This is very much why Constantine Hellblazer, as we call him, uh, kind of survived. Uh, survived through the Vertigo era because he's such a cool, unique character. His style of character is Morpheus from The Matrix. Um, that type of presence, that type of coolness. Uh, you know, like... It, there's a lot, a lot ripped off Constantine just in that alone, even within comics. That doesn't make anything less commendable or good or bad than, than what it is. It's just a fact. That's all. Just staying facts here. I, I cannot, I cannot say how powerful of a movie this is and why you must watch it. Now, the plot of this movie is that Constantine's pretty much fighting for the soul of this girl. 
that happens in the beginning of the movie. And then through that, we have like a couple bobs and weaves between like Constantine's soul, a deal that, that he made. We see some of his origin with a demon. And it's just just jockeying. And along the way, we're being introduced to new levels of magic and new levels of demonhood. There's a nightclub slaughter in this movie that will make Blade 1 proud. And <laughs> and with that note alone, I almost want to say, look, um, I might do like a more detailed analysis on the actual story. But I saw this one time and you now which wasn't too long ago. <laughs> I mean, meaning a few days ago. And it was so impactful. Uh, I, I just knew uh, this was going to be a gushing episode where I just recommend Constantine, City of Demons. If you're into animation, if you're into cool characters, if you're into magic, if you're into, like, this is the lowest grossing of all of these movies. If you wanted that diamond, I'm quoting Jafar here, if you want that diamond in the rough, Constantine, City of Demons is what I would call a masterpiece, it's maybe in my top five R. Like, we are R-rated. Uh, animated horror movies or animated, um, you know, like Gore Fest, and, uh, Wicked City, Ninja Scroll, uh, Perfect Blue, okay? Constantine City of Demons is right in there. Having, a um, like, an American introduction into that, like heavy metal, that's it. That, like, that's my top five in this. Uh, having a American introduction into that uh, top five for me this late in the game because, you know, like adult animation kind of doesn't exist anymore. It's monumental. It's huge. And for that reason, this is all the more significant and powerful. But everyone, thanks for joining me. I love you tons. Get ready for the next episode. It's Justice League Apocalypse War. This is the one I love watching and re-watching so we're we, we we may get a little heavy into it but let's go go out there create something start your own podcast aka patters thanks for joining me i'd like to dedicate this episode to my father tony deluca aka tony aka tone aka tony iron feet A.K.A. Tony Flippy Flipperson. That's right. We had a lot of good nicknames for the uh, for the old man. But hey, he's no longer with us. And so much of what you listen to on this podcast was inspired by my father. I cannot thank him enough for uh, p- like putting me in front of movies from a young age. We're talking recording VHS tapes. You know, like on Cinemax, on HBO, back in the early days. Like actually going through the TV guide, finding a movie, and hitting record. And we were building our own library from a very early age of VHS tapes that we recorded off of television. And taking me to so many movies when I was younger. It literally became a part of my family's fabric. Tony, I love you, buddy. You're missed, and let's just keep going. Rock and roll.